Hiya, and welcome to Dungeons and Antics, a family-friendly D&D uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Chris. Myself and a group of friends get together almost every week to play D&D. Um, and what we, what we say is that uh, we like D&D, but we really like an excuse to hang out together every week more. So uh, the story of this podcast, I guess, is uh, one time I had a friend who had moved away and he said something really funny in the group chat and I wanted... I knew that the players were about to meet his character, so I was like, oh, I want him to say that to them in character, and I'll record it, and then I'll send it to him, and it'll be really good. So I, I did that, I just slapped my phone on the table and hit record, and I was surprised by how listenable it was. Um, so I thought, hey, it'll be really cool if I just slap record every week when we play, why not? We'll see how it goes. So that's what this podcast is, it's a place to point my friends and be like, hey, if you want to listen to me play D&D, you can listen over here. Um, it will be exactly what happens at my little coffee table. I'm going to cut out any swear words because I want it to be family friendly in case anyone ever does listen to it. Uh, but we won't do like an intro or anything. We won't run ads uh, at this stage. So sometimes someone will use the microwave in the background or we'll eat chips and it'll be really loud but in any case, I like making this, and if you enjoy listening to it, hopefully it will be great background listening music, or, well, music, yeah, it'll be great background listening while you're at work, or doing dishes, or whatever you need to spend two to three hours doing, you can have a seat at our table. So, if we like making it, then, hey, maybe we will make this into a better podcast, but for now, just enjoy sitting at our table and listening to our shenanigans. At this stage, I want to give a little bit of background, because I obviously didn't record the first couple of, I guess, episodes in this season. So our group, we, we change games all the time. Um, sometimes we've played uh, this Star Wars edition of the port of the D&D 5e rules, which was really fun. Um, sometimes we play with characters we've been playing with for ages in just a stock, stock standard D&D 5e game. So for this, we had a couple of new players at the table, and I wanted to run something new. I wanted to try one of the source books. So I'm running through White Plume Mountain from the official D&D source books. It's from Tales of the Yawning Portal. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about it. So White Plume Mountain was originally written in 1979 by a guy named Lawrence Schick, who used it to um, audition for a job at TSR, who were making D&D at the time. Um, and Gary Gygax, the creator of D&D, loved it so much that he just published it exactly as the original. I think I read somewhere that the guy regretted that it got published straight away. He was like, oh man, it's like an evil wizard who's stolen some stuff and it's a puzzle dungeon. This is, ah, uh, it's, it's ripping off so many things. Um, but that's okay. I think it's really fun. It's been rated as the puzzle dungeon to end all puzzle dungeons. Um, so I think it'll be really fun. Uh, the basic premise, which we went through in our first session, is that uh, there are three noble houses, and they each have a very valuable magic weapon, which has been stolen. And all that they got um, to figure out what happens to these was a cryptic poem. And so they have hired some adventurers, or got some of their own friends or uh, family members to go and have a look 
at White Plume Mountain, which is this uh, sort of volcano, but with a geyser spilling out the top of it. So it looks like it has a white plume coming out the top. Um, and check out if the weapons have been put there. In our first session, uh, I would call it a session zero, we made characters together, which was a lot of fun. A couple of the, one of the players hadn't built a character before, but they they all have a, a small amount of D and D experience. I'm just flicking through my notebook now to find notes from that first session. Stand by. Okay, here we go. Yes, so I, I made them each pick a noble house to be attached to with their character. Why would they be sent to White Blue Mountain to look for these three weapons? Um, and those three houses were Tothanum, who is a little bit down on their luck. Their city got destroyed in a previous campaign um, ten years ago, and so they're having trouble rebuilding. Uh, House Hud, which uh, is a mountainous military sort of city, and House Newcastles, which is uh, on a lake. And I've run a fair few games through Newcastles as well, which has been a lot of fun. So my friend Andy, he decided that he was the commander of the armies of Tothenham. He is a halfling ranger, and he's taken the sharpshooter feat. So he dishes out a lot of damage when he's using a bow. And his motivation is that he wants revenge on the dragon that destroyed Tothenham 10 years ago. That'll be a fun plot hook to mess with a little bit later, I think. My friend Aiden has uh, picked to be a red dragonborn, also from Tothenham. Tothenham. He is a wizard, and he uh, his name is Professor Good Question. Uh, a lot of, lot of fun there. Um, my friend Thomas, he is picked a balding half-orc from House Hud named Ognir Rats. He's the best bounty hunter west of the forest that this campaign is set in, the Nantes Forest. And my friend Phil, who is probably the newest, or second newest of the players, has uh, picked up Truthsee McGee, a half-elf from Newcastles. He's a second cousin, and he is tenth in line to the throne. Uh, he's a charlatan, and he is a sorcerer as well as his class. He's from the Circle of Sorcerers, but he got uh, expelled because of his shenanigans. He likes to hang out with orcs and ingest alcohol. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, so that, that was our, our session zero. Uh, they created, we created characters together, I got them to link to a house, and then they fought some uh, bandits who were deserters from an army, and that was how we ended the session. I thought that went quite well for them to design characters and then immediately get to use them in combat. I think that was good adventure design by me. Uh, so in, in the first session, which I would say is probably episode one, where they actually got to fight, they were traveling to the town of Marshwiggle, the nearest town before White Plume Mountain. So Marshwiggle used to be called Swindon upon Albion, and in a previous campaign that Andy and Aiden had played in, their characters spent their downtime, which was over two real-life weeks of messaging back and forth, building up this town that they had saved as their characters and turning it from a wayside fishing village into a wealthy bustling town with a portal to the Feywild. So I really wanted them to have a chance to explore that town and it sort of dragged on a bit as new players are tend to do. They arrive in town and spend a lot of time shopping but they don't have any money sort of thing. Uh, but it was a lot of fun I think to explore that town to play through it and it was really good. So 
they arrived in town, they got to visit the pub that one of the previous player characters had built, not one who's playing in this campaign, and they got to interact with those player characters run by me. That was a lot of fun. And then at the end of the session, they were partying it up in the tavern when a wizard in a red cloak busted in, demanding to know which of them was from House HUD. And when the players said that they were allied with those guys from House HUD, but that uh, Thomas, whose orc was from House HUD, he had left the session, so his orc was upstairs sleeping. They said, oh, we allied with him. The wizard was like, all right, goons, attack them, sort of thing. So the players managed to beat them. Andy's uh, ranger showed that with sharpshooter, you can do a whole heck of a lot of damage. Um, They managed to defeat the goons, but the wizard got away to fight another day, and he will be a good plot hook for later. Uh, in true murder hobo fashion, they left the three goons' bodies just out front of the tavern, like, oh, people fight all the time in town, right? Hmm, do they? That'll, that'll be something that'll be resolved pretty quickly in, in episode one. So, yeah, I hope you really enjoy listening to this podcast. If you want to interact with us, you can email us at dungeonsandantics, all one word, at gmail.com. I will be surprised if someone who doesn't know us personally ends up listening. So do send us an email if that's you. Hey, I hope you enjoy it, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye!